Welcome back to the Smooth Kitty Podcast. If you guys are new, my name is Abby. I live in Idaho and I am a licensed esthetician and a licensed instructor. And I currently work at a esthetician school. Super cool, you guys. I get to learn so much and I'm so excited to be able to learn alongside with you guys and teach you guys more about skincare and the skin and how to help you figure out what skin type you are. Welcome, welcome back, you guys. I'm so excited for you guys to be here because we got to talk about more skin stuff. I am a hoe for skincare, and I will forever be a hoe because I love and continue, I love continuing my education, okay? That's all. That's pretty much it. And I'm so excited to be here with everyone because I get to learn alongside you. You guys, the skincare industry, I absolutely love because I get to keep learning. There is always a new fad, a new trend to see if it's actually working for people's skin, you know, because like TikTok always has those skincare uh, trends that most people do follow and then again, it doesn't work or it does work. And so I get to do that research and I'm just like, wow, this does work or it doesn't work. Let me tell you why. And then I'm going to start my sources because, you know, people just add information wherever and they don't cite sources. So maybe it is true. Maybe it's not. And we don't know for sure. So it's crazy. Okay. So today has been a great day. I already went my, did my, <clears throat> excuse me, I already did my grocery shopping for the day. So that was fantastic. I'm so excited to make this recipe, you guys. It's like a spinach strawberry um, salad. Mm, I'm so excited. I love salads. I think they're so good. Sometimes they're not as filling, but you know, what you gonna do? Um, snacky snack after that, but it's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Anything else going on in my life? No, not really. I did get sunburnt. You guys, I got sunburnt. <laughs> I got sunburnt on my arms. I was on a bike ride with my fam and I got sunburnt on my arms. It's a good thing though. It doesn't hurt. I did not put on sunscreen because I didn't think I would get sunburnt, but well and behold, nope, I got sunburnt, you guys. So sunscreen it up. If I preach it, I got to do it too. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to get into it really quick. Because it may or may not be a long one. I don't really know. But let's talk. Let us talk about it. Let's talk about chemical exfoliants. Because there's so many exfoliants out there. And I want you guys to know. Chemical exfoliants are the go-to. For my specific specific skin type. It may or may not be for yours. But let's talk about it, you guys. Let's talk. Excuse me. Okay. For those of you who know, I do sometimes um, go between episode and episode and episode and episode. Like I podcast them or record them. I just go and go and go. I got to bump them out somehow. And sometimes I just don't have time on those other days. So I'm just always like going. Okay. Chemical exfoliants. Since the days when St. Ives apricot scrub was all the rage, you guys. Actually, I went to Target the other day to help my sister out with a few of her skincare dupes. And I saw that St. Ives apricot scrub is like $2. So no wonder people are still buying it because it is cheap AF. Anyways, um, 
since that was all the rage, exfoliation has been stressed to all of us. It has always been thought that you should scrub your way to flawless baby soft skin. However, physical exfoliation isn't the only way to remove dead skin cells and maintain a healthy rate of skin cell turnover. The skin will regain its smooth glowing state thanks to chemical exfoliants, which will work by weakening the chemical bonds holding onto those obstinate, excessively attached dead cells. So they're pretty much glued together by desmosomes. The question is, why should we exfoliate? We didn't in the early days. Why do we have to now? Skin must shed constantly to maintain its health and youthful appearance. However, this process of cell turnover begins to slow down as we get older, leading to rough, dull skin. This is where compound exfoliants come in to assist with throwing it out those old cells that have lingered on too long and they literally uh, do not let our other serums and products penetrate onto our skin. That's why when you feel like after you put on your skincare, your skin feels dry still. That is why you still have those old dusty old things on your skin preventing your skincare products to work. So freaking crazy, right? Um, big word. What is desquamation? How does it work? The process by which new skin cells ascend and old skin cells shed is called desquamation. This is absolutely necessary if you want your skin to look young and radiant. The cell turnover cycle takes two to three weeks in a healthy stratum corneum. In about seven weeks, your entire epidermis flips over. The rate of skin turnover is crucial to its health. Due to aging, environmental stressors, and dehydration, desquamation can slow down. At that point, when this cell turnover interaction dials back, it begins a bad, endless loop of harsh surface, compromise, hindrance capability, lack of hydration, furthering cell turnover to slow down. This means that your skin becomes dull, rough, and scaly. Then enters the chemical exfoliants. Chemicals are acids that help your skin return to a healthy turnover rate by weakening the bonds, which are corneodesmosomes between dead cells that have outlived their usefulness. Skin texture can be improved in the short term by shedding the top layers of skin. Over the long haul, a portion of those fixings could even at any point assist with handling pigmentation, skin breakouts, and even collagen production. Now that we know more about them, we can decide which one is best for each skin type. Chemical exfoliants come in three varieties, all of which are mild acids. Their molecular structures divide them. Chemical exfoliants will accelerate your cell turnover rate and assist in the removal of stubborn dead skin cells. Also very important to know that is that these ingredients can immediately make the skin smoother and less noticeable of texture. Long-term advantages include assisting with acne and pigmentation. So first we have alpha-hydroxy acids. And this goes down to glycolic, lactic, mandelic, malic, and tartaric acids. That is included in alpha-hydroxy acids, also known as AHAs. These are weak, soluble acids in water. The most common are lactic, mandelic, and glycolic. Your determination of which of these Three will be your AHA soulmate and can be aided by the fact that your molecular sizes are the primary distinctions between them. 
They have a long history of demonstrated skin benefits for pigmentation, collagen creation, and barely recognizable differences for fine lines and wrinkles. You should know that glycolic is the smallest molecule within the alpha hydroxy acids. So they can penetrate very easily into the skin, making it a little bit of a red flag for sensitive skin types. Because of the molecular structure of glycolic acid, I wouldn't recommend having sensitive skin use that specific AHA. Beta hydroxy acids. Salicylic acid is the only chemical exfoliant within that beta hydroxy. Okay, It is the only one that is slightly oil soluble. That is why it is so beneficial for acne prone and oily skin types. The salicylic acid can exfoliate down to the pore level because it is oil soluble. It's antimicrobial in mitigating, fixing, and a valuable element for excited skin breakout inclined slick skin. Also, salicylic acid is derived from willow bark and is, um, so for any of those clients or estheticians out there that are allergic to aspirin, do not use salicylic acid because it is derived from that. Okay, so that is something to remember. And then we have polyhydroxy acids. Polyhydroxy acids alludes ordinarily to two particles, lactobionic acid and gluconolactone. With gluconolactone being the significantly more typical one in skincare, it is extremely gentle and even works as a humectant, keeping water in the skin and keeping it hydrated. Unlike the others, it is so gentle that it does not even make your skin more sensitive to the sun. Acne is also treated by this acid. A polyhydroxy acid exfoliant is more likely to benefit people with sensitive skin. Something to keep in mind. Light stinging is normal when working with higher level acids, but it shouldn't feel like you're trying to get rid of demons through your pores. Everybody can profit from having synthetic exfoliants in their daily schedule. However, which chemical exfoliant is more appropriate for your skin type? That's the question. And another question is where do you normally begin? The size of the molecule is important when choosing your acids. The smaller the molecule, the more aggressive it will be. Chemical exfoliants are very popular and you can find them in a wide range of products and stores. They can be in cleansers, toners, serums, creams, wipes, and masks. That pretty much covers all the products available. Using an acid with your cleanser is something I would not recommend. So because um, it's not going to target your specific skin concern. Something with cleansers is that you're cleansing off like your grime makeup for the day. And I would definitely put them as their own little step in your routine. Like cleanse your skin and then exfoliate. And then I would put, I mean, obviously put those uh, chemical exfoliants within that exfoliant um, category. Okay. Concentration is so significant. Try to look for lactic and mandelic acids with more than 8% or 5 to 10% glycolic acid in your AHAs. Usually the concentration of the AHAs is higher, but again, that depends on how well your skin can handle that particular concentration of chemical exfoliant. Used to, uh, for salicylic acid, go to 0.2% to 2%. And then for polyhydroxy acids, go for 2%, or sorry, 10% gluconolactone acid. 
The better it works, the lower the pH. However, it should not be as low as possible. There is a harmony between great viability and the stingly sensation. A great many people have the little possibilities of disturbance on the off chance that the pH is around 3.5. To really shine, a great formula needs a great supporting cast. You should look for pH adjusters and the ingredients that soothe. The best choice would be to use both. Your AHA pH will be very low if pH adjusters are not used. Sometimes as low as one, avoid using those. That is very acidic. The dermatologists and estheticians should handle them. Um, so if you do go to like an esthetician or a dermatologist and they do use a one per, uh, a, a pH as a one for your AHAs, um, trust them to just because they know what they're doing. Okay. But if it's on the market, do not use it because you're going to make your skin sensitive and then destroy that acid mantle, making your skin barrier compromised. In your routine, you must apply AHAs in the correct order. Most chemical exfoliant acids have a lot of water in them. This indicates that your AHA should be included in step one or two of your night, right, nighttime routine, preferably immediately following cleansing. Products with concentrations below 10% can be very, can be used every day. However, if your skin is sensitive, aim for every other day. For a oily skincare routine, you should ask yourself, do you have blackheads or acne you'd like to treat? If yes, consider a 0.2 to 2% salicylic acid as a spot treatment. If no, apply a 10% mandelic acid nightly. After two weeks, are you experiencing any irritation? If yes, try reducing concentration or use less. If no, increase to 18% mandelic or switch to a glycolic acid. Normal skin routine. Ask yourself, is your skin generally fuss-free? Does your skin tolerate acids well? If yes, start with a 5-8% to 8 glycolic acid every other night. If no, start with a 5-10% to 10 lactic acid nightly. After two to three weeks, are you experiencing any irritation? If yes, try reducing the concentration or use less frequently. If no, you are ready to increase more concentration, but don't go over 12% and or use nightly. Dry skin routine. Start with 5-10% to 10 lactic acid nightly. After two to three weeks, are you experiencing any irritation? If yes, try reducing concentration or use less frequently. If no, you're ready for more. So switch to 5-10% to glycolic acid nightly. If you're ready to level up, add a 20-30% glycolic or lactic acid mask once a week. For sensitive skin, ask yourself, what if I'm experiencing tingling, stinging, or dryness and redness? Stop. Because your skin is so irritated, I want your skin to go back to healthy skin with a basic routine with cleansing, moisturizing, and SPF. If your skin seems to be doing very well, great. Keep on using that acid. Or if nothing is happening, it's a good thing to remember that most acids take at least four weeks to see any noticeable changes in the skin. Maybe even after four weeks up to the acid. Start with 10-14% to gluconolactone or even 10% mandelic acid, 5-10% to 10 lactic acid, or 5-10% to 10 lac or sorry, glycolic acid. Don't add all of those acids into your routine. 
pick one. Don't use over them overall just because, again, you're going to lead your skin to a very irritated skin, and you don't want that. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.